When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Oh, it always is. <laughs> it always is. It is a good thing. And uh, we're short some spots and we're deep in others, so you know, maybe we can flip some with other teams and get what we need. Welcome to the Real Bucks Talk Podcast. This podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Follow at Real Bucks Talk on all social media platforms. I'm Michael Plus, your host, and join as always my main man, Mark Ramirez. He's in the house, and it's a Monday. How are we doing? Because always, Bucks is Bucks are back. Bucks are back. We can talk actually about Bucks football, a game that went on, and questions, fans' questions. Did we right? have a game? We had a we game. We had a damn game. We had a game. It was exciting. Yeah, it was. It was. And we watched it in your new place. That is true. That's the I, big news. Yeah. I Homeowner. Finally, I finally have my own place. I can do whatever the fuck I want because <laughs> I want to, so it's it's nice. Uh, but yeah, uh, football is back, and it's it's great to actually have a game to analyze. Mark did a great job with the game tape, putting that up on, I believe, Saturday afternoon, and I think he put up a couple more today. But yeah, I had to do more. Yeah, had to do more. Um, I watched I watched some of it back as well, and it's uh, it was a pretty good game, pretty good overall. Um, I mean, kind of went as we expected it to go. I mean, again, it's preseason. Don't really get too caught up into the score. Uh, mainly looking at certain things, certain individual players. Um, you know, just the overall process. But, Mark, I mean, your general impressions uh, from the game. A lot of differences. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the offense, we'll get more into it with the questions and everything. But yeah. a lot more fast pace. Obviously, they realize where their weaknesses are. So they're trying to get the ball faster making other areas look better that some fans are thinking is really good right now, which I still think the Bucks realize, okay, well, we got to help out in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense looked really fast. Um, yeah, I still see some areas where I'm like, well, why didn't you go in that hole or in that gap? Mm-hmm. But I'll talk about that later. Some people may think it's over-talking it or, or overthinking it, but still it's first preseason game, and I'm going to notice – where the holes are mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what we do based on looking at the film it's right. like you're trying to f- figure out who's slow or who's not playing up to par mm-hmm. or just who's not mentally processing what's going on in the field and that's yeah glaring i mean we obviously we obviously saw who's playing slow and that is um evan smith as he <laughs> was let go uh yesterday um there has been some roster moves made it looks like there's probably gonna be a couple more um made this week maybe the addition of Marcus uh, Gilchrist uh, from the New York Jets and Oakland Raiders. 
this uh, veteran safety, 30 years old. Uh, they worked him out today, so he might be a potential addition as they do have some injuries along the, the safety group and also in the corner position. But, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I, I like the just overall tempo I thought was really good. I think they had like 94 plays from offense, which is impressive. Um, granted, they were pretty much down like most of the game, so they're you know in two-minute offense for majority of it. But, yeah, a lot of good things. I like that they – use the entire field on offense like the they spread it out they use a lot of um you know out routes and crossing patterns uh, attack the middle of the field which was nice uh, so a lot of good things but yeah let's jump into the questions i think that will yeah get us uh, going here so from the, the morning there was uh chris at tv bucks for life said after watching first preseason game what is your biggest worry he says i feel like offensive line could be acceptable this year my biggest worry is depth at safety and D-line. What do you think? And someone added, yeah, D-line for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think all three of those positions are uh, kind of a question mark. Again, at safety, it really just depends on the health. I think Mike Edwards is going to be okay. He's going to come back probably in a week or two. Uh, had a pulled hamstring. So hopefully he gets 100% right and that doesn't linger. Uh, they have Justin Evans um, getting closer to return, according to Bruce Arians. So that's a big help. Um, you can get Evans, Whitehead, and and uh, Edwards on the field at the same time. I think that's where they ultimately want to have. So, you know, that'll be a big boost. And then also you have Kentrell Bryce, who practiced. Um, he's playing through injury. Uh, and then I'm trying to think of the other guys that they have. Lucas Denis. Um, Did you even mention Whitehead? Yeah, Whitehead. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned Whitehead. Um, he played great, I thought, uh, for the most part on Friday. Uh, I'm trying to think of other names I'm missing. Oh, Dakota Dixon's out for the year, obviously. The year, yeah. uh, they lost to Ryan Stewart. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, I think that one's going to be okay. Or MJ Stewart you can kind of put in there. Yeah, MJ Stewart as an emergency. I think they, they pretty much want him at nickel corner. Um, and then you have Isaiah Johnson, who I, I think, uh, I mean, he's a good, decent player. But, again, I if they add Gilchrist, I think he's on the way out. But um, And then D-line, O-line, yeah, I think those are our biggest concerns. I mean, we talked about it constantly throughout the summer. Vita Vea gets hurt. Like, the, the depth behind it is just not good. Um, you have Bo Allen with oblique strain, which isn't a good injury to have. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the depth is just not really there. You have um, – uh, Raheem Nunez Noches, who looked okay, but again, he's not the lifesaver. Yeah, Nacho. Yeah, and then offensive line. I mean, after your first unit, who I thought played really well, I mean, there's just, there's not much there uh, to go off of, and they really didn't do anything to create a run game uh, once the first team offensive line went out. So, yeah, I mean, definitely offensive line, D line. I mean, to add to that, so like I was saying in the beginning, our offensive line may have looked good in certain stints for short periods of time. The ball was coming out really fast. It was, yeah. When we threw the ball. And then secondly, when we ran it, it, it literally did look like we had a mission of what we they knew what to do. That mm. in that aspect, I liked it. Because there was down blocks and then moving on to the second level. We didn't see that in Cutter's offense. It was all just moving one way, and the whole defense knew where the hell we were going. Right. Unless it was a play action, and then even though it's still a long developing route, mm-hmm. so still the defense knew where we're going. Yeah. So the motto is, I, I just didn't like Cutter's offense. Um, but still, like the running game, I like what I saw there. Even though we didn't really break any big runs, it's still the, the O line looked like they knew 
were to be man on a hat, whatever, whatever right. they say. Right. And that looked good. But pass offense and pass blocking, still, I mean, even in the beginning, I even put, oh, no, I'll put it later. Like Arians even said, there's times where offensive line looked like trash. And it wasn't because, and yeah, there was times where they did okay, but it was because the defense was tired. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? I'll bring up that clip because there's a very important part where I, I thought it was funny. All right, here he is right here. Steelers offensive line. How do you feel like you're second and third line? I thought it was very porous. You know, um, there were times it was good because their defense got tired. <laughs> I think more so than our blocking, uh, which is when you're throwing it 56 times, guys are going to get tired on that pass rush. But... Um, yeah, it needs to be improved. Yeah, so mm-hmm. needs to get improved. So obviously he's seeing areas where, okay, we're not as good as we thought we were. Maybe we should have addressed it earlier, but we're this is pressing. Yeah, and I I know everyone's happy about Capo looking improved. Mm-hmm. And yes, that is a very good thing. He did look a lot better. And again, if all five, if all five stay healthy, then we're looking all right. Mm-hmm. I'll say acceptable, like, Chris said, mm-hmm. but still, how likely is it that all five linemen stay healthy? Yeah, it's because hard. everyone behind them did not look good at all. I can't name one secondary guy that looked good. Better not look better because he was more on the outside instead of inside being mm-hmm. bullied. But mm-hmm. can you name someone better who did play? I well? mean, the only guy that looked sort of impressive for the the backup units was uh, probably number sixty, um, Nate Ter- Terrain. Or Tarun out of uh, he's out of a small school, Division three. He looked pretty good as as the center, and it looks like he's going to get a, a bigger opportunity this week um, for Friday's game. I mean, he looked decent. I mean, other than that, I mean, I didn't really see anything uh, obvious from Wofford. Uh, I thought he did okay. I mean, there really wasn't really wasn't anybody that like was awesome, but I say those two were probably decent. Um, you know, Cole Boozer, I mean, he's, I don't think he's a left tackle. He needs to play right now, but he's, and he's small. He yeah. looks small. He looks like a tight end. Yeah. Like a big jumbo box tight end. Right. So, yeah, I mean, obviously they, they're, they got to make some moves there. And that gets into our next questions, um, from Anthony. Do you think the Bucks make a trade before season starts? Maybe O-line help slash depth. Yeah. Yeah, what, what was the first line that I put in the intro with Bruce Arians? Yeah, exactly. He's going to look – okay, obviously we're going to try and look at teams that have depth in areas that we need, and we'll try and get rid of some of our strong areas. And that mm-hmm. was one area we wanted to talk about, Right. actually, a big point. So if you look at our team right now, really our biggest, strongest rooms are wide receiver and tight end, I would mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Where else would you say? It's about it, right? Yeah, I mean, that's loaded. Yeah, tight end, uh, wide receiver is very strong. Uh, a lot of good players there. Uh, I would say linebacker would probably be another one. Um, maybe even corner, some to some degree. But nothing proven. Nothing proven. Yeah, but yeah, wide receiver, tight end is uh, looking outstanding. I mean, no one expected Tanner Hudson to have have the game he had. I mean, yeah. he looks like a, a, a starting caliber tight end. He looked like Cam Brake yeah. from the beginning. You're right. Which is crazy. So that, that brings me to my, to my question, or to his question. Mm-hmm. Do you think we had a trade? I mean, you take one of your best pieces. I wouldn't say take one of the best pieces. I would say get. So you, you know Mike Evans, Chris Godwin are your starting two. Behind them are Perryman, mm-hmm. Justin Watson, and now someone's fighting for the sixth spot. And mm-hmm. then you, you think about it. Schnell 
had a crazy, crazy game too. Seven catches, 119 yards. Yeah, all in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and he literally looks like a, a new coming of Adam Humphreys. Yeah. Right? Or he looks like Wes Welker, let's put it mm-hmm. how it is. Yeah. Um, so it's like, do you add a guy like that or Bobo Wilson? Same thing. So they're fighting away. Do you try and trade like a Justin Watson who – I was wondering why the hell he was playing in the fourth quarter. It's like, were they just trying to advertise him out to people, or are they just getting him more reps? I mean, he's played last year. He looks good this year. He's consistent, I put out there in, during the game. Like, mm-hmm. He looks like Chris Godwin, Godwin in his rookie season. Like, Mature, knows where he needs to be, fighting for balls. Right. And when it hits his hands, he usually catches it besides that touchdown. Yeah. He kind of dropped. Yeah. But, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they try and move him for an, an offensive lineman or yeah. – a big three, uh, not three tech, uh, nose tackle. Mm-hmm. So a position where people need it, a playmaker, yeah. bigger guy like that, plenty of potential, try and get a damn O-lineman, which people don't really value as high, Right. hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's a good idea. I think uh, you look at the Patriots, I mean, they do it all the time. They did it today, acquiring a tight end. They just traded a seventh-round um, pick and acquired a tight end. So that's, that's something... I think the Bucks should definitely look at. You know, it's it's a way to get a get ahead of the uh, the whole waiver process, um, especially when you're competing against other teams. I think the Bucks are seventh in waiver priority. So you look at the competition that you would face from other teams if you have to go through that process. Obviously, other teams are going to want offensive linemen. They're also going to want defensive linemen. So if you can make trades and maybe give up something of extra value and get a guy that you think could be potentially, you know, better than what you have, then I say, all f- you know, go for it. Uh, it'd definitely be worth it. And, and that's why you draft well, so you can make trades like that, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. And I'm in no way am I saying I don't like Justin Watson. I like him a lot. But the thing is, it's look at our whole team in total. Don't just look at one room. Right. If your one room's that good, disperse it a little bit to help out the rest of the team. And if Justin Watson can give us a return of like a – a better right guard, a better right tackle, a better depth for defensive tackle mm-hmm. to help out that space of Itavea or there's a bigger body. I mean, we there's still spots we need to be filled in or a veteran somewhere. Yeah. I mean, yep. I don't know, that, that's just my take. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go to the next question. This is Rob Dunlap. <laughs> oh, gosh. At Beef Tartan. <laughs> I get when offenses and defenses play vanilla and preseason. Yeah, I get when offenses and defenses play vanilla in preseason. What's the deal with our special teams? Why does it? Why does our return game suck so bad? Yeah, I mean that that's a great question. Um, again, you have a lot of. I think it, it comes down to just overall turnover of the roster. You have a lot of new pieces on the on the special teams, um, and you kind of it's kind of like the offense line. You got to build that chemistry um, because really in the return game, you have to work as one, you have to work as a unit, especially with the new rules where you can't really, like, I think we had a penalty yeah, for double teaming, double teaming a guy. So I got you, pissed at it. Yeah. So you, you really have to be, you know, above and beyond and, and really be on your detail as far as technique and everything to have good return games. Um, you also have to have a good returner back there that can make something happen. Um, it's also very important, but yeah, I mean, that, that's a fair question. I mean, I don't know why they, they stink as far as the return game or even coverage-wise was kind of a little out of whack. Again, you had a couple of times where your punter was out kicking the coverage, but you know that that will get shaping up, I think, uh, before the season starts. I mean, the one positive, Matt Gay, I mean, 55-yard kick 
right down the middle. So, I mean, it looks like he's he's a shining uh, star so far. That's one kick, though. Yeah, one on kick. Now. I know, I know. But it, that one kick was pretty nasty. <laughs> 55, it was the longest kick in that in Heinz Field, right? Right, yeah, tied it. Uh, Mason Crosby had the same distance, but yeah. Still, that's, yeah. yeah, that's special. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and to that point, again, about why our special teams isn't special, just then again, Ronald Jones is a returner. I don't really remember remember him being a returner at USC. Right. Yeah. Um, who else returned? I, they had I, Bobo Wilson back there, and then they had uh, the Dari. I don't. Return? I don't even know if Dari got a return. Um, trying to think, it was someone else that they had back there, but I can't remember. Maybe Bruce Anderson one time. I'm not sure. But I mean, none of them are really prolific returners yeah. ever. Yeah. So I don't know if we're gonna find that this this year. Yeah. I think you're gonna have to live with what you got. I mean, yeah. I think your best bet is just get it to the 25 every yeah. time. If you can do that, you're in good shape. And. That's our best answer for the special team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Tommy. Tommy didn't get to watch the game, but from it, from what it looked like, Ryan Smith came up with some nice plays, at least one open field tackle. I think he's talking about that special teams. Yeah, I mean, tackle. yeah, Ryan. Ryan uh, did some good things. I, I saw some. You know, he had. I think he had a couple of pass breakups as well. Some good coverage um, for the most part. Um, yeah, I mean he's he's excellent as far as special teams. Um, yeah, he made that that hit right when the guy got the ball. So, yeah, again, he's a guy that we said could be a very good fifth corner, a guy as your, you know, your lead special teamer, and a guy that could come in as a pinch player if you do have injury. But um, yeah, I mean we'll see what happens. Uh, again, they have this Mozzie Mozzie Wilkins kid coming out of nowhere from USF, so he's making a play for that fifth spot. And again. He could be on the team, and then once Ryan Smith comes back, you know they'll have a decision to make. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I mean, Ryan Smith has always been aggressive, more of an athlete than thinker, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. But he he was in their face. He was around the ball the whole time. I I don't think I recall many plays where I was just like, "What an, what an idiot!" Mm-hmm. It was more he was playing what he to his strengths. Yeah, getting in your face, staying in your face. And if you caught it, you'd get tackled right there. And that's where he should be doing. He shouldn't be playing off the line. But right. this is this is why it's a new chapter, new <laughs> Bucks life. Yep. And then this last question, I'm going to butcher this so terribly. Um, this is from I am a cheeseburger and fries kind of guy. He says, do you think Salsi Yuhat Hutafi <laughs> makes the team? That's that new guard we signed. Yeah, that's a, that's a new guy from uh, Utah. Utah. He played a little bit in the Alliance Football League. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he's got a chance, especially with, you know, just the lack of depth at, at the position as, as far as offensive line. You know, you look at guard and tackle. I mean, if he can play any of those positions, I think it's he's got a, he's got himself uh, an opportunity here, especially with three more games left. Um, again, the roster is not set in stone, so there's going to be more changes um, coming forward. Uh, well, with that, I mean, I have no clue. I didn't really see him. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think he played Friday. So oh, yeah, he didn't even play. So. Yeah, he'll probably uh, play this week. But. So if I, if I don't know the guy, I, don't, yeah. I haven't seen him yet, I can't make an assumption. Yeah. So time will tell. Right. That's my answer. <laughs> I mean, the main thing is he's got, he's got a great opportunity, along with the rest of the guys. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. Oh, yeah. It's wide open. The, the O-line room is wide open besides yeah. the starting five. Right. All right, but let's go on. So talking about O-line, what was your 
we talked about it earlier. Mm-hmm. Initial positives, negatives, or just feel you had for the offensive side of the ball, the new offensive side of the yeah, ball. Yeah, I mean, you you touched on it, um, you know, a little earlier, but yeah, I think it was just the overall organization of the offense, and, and you you said it with the offense line and how they just knew where to go as far as down blocks, et cetera, in the run game. Um, just having that that org- orchestrated feel where it just seemed like everything was in sync and um, they really understood like okay I need to do this and then this guy follows here um, so that was nice and then the the quick passing the quick passing from um, Jameis Winston was was really nice to see again the Steelers weren't playing I don't think any of their first team guys I mean rarely I don't I think the only first team guy they had in there was maybe Hargrave. Hargrave on the defense line. Then they had Mark Barron. Um, oh, Devin Bush. Devin Bush, yeah. Well, actually, they had him as uh, they had him listed as number two. But Bullcrap. I know, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I just I liked how it was it was good flow to the offense, and then just quick decisions by Jameis. Jameis wasn't taking too long. It was like one, two, three, and then he checks it down to to Peyton Barber, or you know, runs for a first down, etc. Um, but, you know, like I said in the beginning, I liked how they spread it all across the field. They're attacking the middle. They're attacking the outside, um, you know, underneath routes. Uh, a lot of good things, just a lot of different concepts that we haven't seen. Pre-snap motion was in play, which is nice. Um, that gives you that gives the quarterback an idea if they're in zone or man. Um, so just little things like that was uh, really nice to see. Um I'm trying to think of standouts. I mean, obviously Tanner Hudson was mm-hmm. was a standout. Um, I thought Ronald Jones looked really good, um, more decisive in his cuts and, and running. Peyton Barber, again, always steady Eddie. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of good things I saw. And and the best thing is, is Mike Evans or O.J. Howard or, um, yeah, those guys, they didn't have targets. So that's awesome. Or even Cam Brate. They didn't, they didn't get any targets. You know what? Yeah, and, you're right about and, that. And we scored on the first drive, so. They made it look very easy. Yep. And to, to that point, yeah, like when we wanted the, to run the ball, we could run the ball. Right. Yeah, besides that fourth down, which it literally looked like you were just, oh, just do it again, do it again. Mm-hmm. Do it. I mean, yeah, like vanilla offense to its fullest degree right there. Yeah. Um, but the, my thing is, yeah, the running backs, he, he touched on it, just didn't know how to block linebackers, especially Ellington. Right. I mean, he just yeah. We get into the yeah. That would be the negatives. We get into the negatives. Yeah, running backs were were not really pass protecting very well. Um, I mean, Dari had some good pickups, but yeah, Ellington and Bruce Anderson definitely got beat a couple times, and that 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 was costly. Yeah, but yeah, one more positive. You got to mention the guy's name, uh, Spencer Schnell. Yeah, played very very well. I know I mentioned him earlier, but sure, the little guy. (laughs) He made some catches. Made. Runs after the catch, just dependable hands. And I want to also say Tanner Hudson balled out. Like that one touchdown, I think it was going to, to Snell. Mm-hmm. He just threw his hand in the middle and caught it. Or the one he got nailed right on the goal line. Right. And they got a flag on it. And he still held it. He was like, hurry up, get to the line. He didn't even really care. He just wanted to mm-hmm. score. And this, that's the stuff you want to see. And you can only hope he's like the next Cambry. Yeah. Well, those two, yeah, obviously shine the most. Um, to me, Ronald Jones was a lot better it, and just in his decisiveness. Like, mm-hmm. he'd come to the line, he'd push the line, and then bounce out. Right. Or it, even the clip I put up of him pushing the line again, drawing Devin Bush in, and then bouncing behind Jensen after the block. And then he's always falling forward. That's what, right. one thing I really liked. Yeah. And, like, just the confidence he has. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to cut this and get this to the outside because I think I'm going to score it. Right. 
like things like that. That's huge for a running back to have that confidence. Mm-hmm. And Dari, he just looked like a missile, yeah. pretty much. Like every time he got the ball, he just bulldozed through. Mm-hmm. Wasn't necessarily thinking; it was just going. Yeah. I want to see what he can do more in the pass game. I don't think they really got him involved in that. Right. right. Besides Ellington, I think he was the only one that caught a ball that mm-hmm. was a running back. Yep. Uh, poor guy, the the guy that got hurt, Bryant Mitchell. Yeah. He was actually looking really good. Yeah, solid. Um, and then Winston, just decisive, made his moves. That one drive was beautiful. And besides the one missed uh, Perryman deep, but still, I, I'd rather him throw it over his head yeah. than underthrow it or do a jump ball and have an interception, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So everything Winston did, I liked. But... Yeah, the negatives, the only negative I would say is the running back. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, O-line, I don't think it's as good as everyone thinks it is just yet. Right. No, I agree with that. Um, moving into the defense, uh, you know, positives for the defense, I think, was just the overall speed. I think, like Mark touched on it, uh, they look pretty fast. Uh, a lot of good things um, from Noah Spence. I thought Noah Spence was probably the best defensive player on the field. Uh, he looked really, really strong. Um, then you had, you know, and Dominican Sue, I thought for the most part did a good job. I don't think he really did anything as far as the stat sheet goes, but he looked impressive as far as just holding the line and, and, uh, freeing others up. But then Carl Nassib, I thought had some good things. Um, you know, Vernon Hargraves, I thought he, he bounced back well, um, from that long pass, even though it really wasn't his fault. The safety was supposed to be over the top. Um, but I thought he did a great job on that interception. Unfortunately, that was called back due to Noah Spence uh, penalty. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, defensively, they just looked more aggressive, uh, which was nice to see. Um, still got to work on some things, you know, tackling. That's going to come with time and more reps. Um, some miscommunications with the young guys um, that allowed, to, you know, some big plays, you know, some run fits that got out of whack. Um, but that's expected. I mean, again, and like we said, defensive line, it, it could use some more depth. And hopefully – you know that's something that they'll add um, in the upcoming weeks, but for the most part, I didn't I didn't see anything drastic that was terrible. It's all coachable, which is good. Um, same, you know, Sean Murphy bunting. They're like, you know, Coach Arians is like, did he even show up tonight? And, uh-huh. You know, and that and that's a good motivational tactic. And he'll come back strong, I'm sure, this week and and play a good game. Yeah. Okay. So with me on defense, yeah, the the speed was obviously evident. Like there was just guys flying the ball but mm-hmm. again if you're not in the, in the space you need to be that you're gonna get burnt yeah we saw that yeah um my thing with not being in the space we've talked about this pre-draft and i put up one clip of it and i'm hoping it changes because they're going to use them correctly mm-hmm. but the one big play jordan whitehead made in the goal line yeah behind the line you, you just look how the play is set up where guys need to be what gaps need to be filled you had three guys, or two guys that definitively went to the right. Mm. And Devin White is supposed to be your linebacker's filling gaps. He goes in that same right gap that those two guys went into. And I'm just thinking, what are you, are you watching the running back? Or are you watching the line? Like, what are you watching that mm. you're going over there? Right. Yes, it's me being a stickler. Let me be a stickler. Because I, I rather him learn it in preseason. He's going to learn and get his, gets his ass chewed out. Mm-hmm. To know where to go, but these are things you saw in college, and you're you're seeing it now in preseason NFL games. Right. I just don't want to see it game one, mm-hmm. come season. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to be an ace until it gets fixed. 
and this is one of the knocks on him. So if you watch that video, if Whitehead doesn't make that tackle or if the I believe it was the t- tight end picks up Whitehead, mm-hmm. the whole right side of the field is wide the hell open. Like the only person there was probably Ndogman Sue who had a man on him. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, he was shedding the block. I mean, I guess he right. he, he would kind of cover it up, but at the same time, you don't want um, D lineman one on one with it. Yeah, you back. just don't know if Indomitian Sue is going to beat that block, and you know if, if that running back is free, like Mark is saying. I mean, yeah, then you have you know you have some trouble there, and that probably goes for a big gain. So obviously, you want you know Devin to you know play more control and understand you know where this play is coming to. Uh, and read, you know, make your reads and then and stick to them. So try not to, you know, overshoot or um, over-pursuit uh, gaps, as as we would say. Or just don't think about it. Hit yeah. the gap you're supposed to go to, not guess where the running back's supposed to, yeah. where you think he's going to go. Yeah. Too go much, where you need to be. Yeah, too much second-guessing. And to that point, I'm not salty that we took Devin White because mm-hmm. there's points where I put that he – blitzed very well and i think that's where he's going to be used best in this defense oh yeah and when he blitzes all hell breaks loose because he's so fast that people have to account for him mm-hmm. and that opens everything else up for everyone else and there our first sack was that mm-hmm. he flies in the, the the guards like holy shit what is that yeah and has to jump over there and william golson just barges in mm-hmm. and pushes him into damn buchanan and then boom we got a sack right. no expense is part of it too i'm not being salty i just there's things that I'm going to see. I'm going to point it out to you guys. These are things we saw in the pre-draft process. And if they're not getting fixed, I'm going to have issues with it. Kendall Beckwith fixed them. Yeah. I'm hoping Devin White can do the same. It's mm-hmm. just early on. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So it's still, it's a first damn preseason game. I know, guys. <laughs> I'm just being an ace. Yeah. Call it how it is. <laughs> right, right. No, and that's good. I mean, and if you look at... You know, and that's the thing we'll look for this week, you know, to Friday's game. It's like, can they take that next step, correct their mistakes that they made from the last week and really make a change? You know, we just we didn't see that from previous coaching staff. So we'll really tell how good this staff is if they can make adjustments and get better as a team uh, going into Friday. And you see guys not making the same mistakes twice. Um, If we see that, then that's, you know, good signs to come. So, yeah. And with Devin White, I I think he's going to he's going to learn from it again. Um, it, it's something that, you know, that's why I feel like me and Mark have said they have to put him in situations where he can be best at, and that's playing downhill and just attacking the line of scrimmage and, and really getting after the, the quarterback, et cetera. Yeah, it's blitzing or put him on a man. Yeah. Put him at his, what he's best at. He's athletic. Mm-hmm. He can be speed and space. Have him QB spy, stuff right. like that. Don't make him think too much just yet. Right. I mean, Levante is going to help with that when he's there, but mm-hmm. – it's just early on, I was like, eh. <laughs> I, I know everyone thinks it's, oh, it's a great, great, great. I'm still going to look at the positives and negatives. Mm-hmm. And positive right now, yeah, he's a hell of an athlete. He can blitz. He can cause havoc. Yeah. But what is it when you got to think? Mm-hmm. Is he going to make the right decision? Yeah, speaking of causing havoc, let's talk about uh, probably the best player on defense, and that's Noah Spence. I mean, oh. he was uh, – he was he was in there quite often and looked very good. He just looked like he was more comfortable. Um, you know, it just seems like this defense fits him like a glove, uh, and he looks he looks ready to uh, to have a big year. And I really hope um, he can do so. Hopefully, he stays healthy and just. I mean, he was showing everything. He had the the inside move, the 
the outside uh, rip move going. So a lot of good things from Noah Spence. Oh, something funny also. Uh, on Twitter, I was just going through, looking at my Twitter feed, and all of a sudden I see, like, it says, Noah Spence liked a tweet you were mentioned in. I'm like, what is this? What do he like? Mm-hmm. I clicked on what he liked. It says, Mike Smith's defense. <laughs> Defenses were a nightmare. Bulls' defense is more like a dream come true. <laughs> Yeah. No spins like that. Yeah. It's just it's just funny to me. <laughs> it's it's fact. I mean, it's it's so true. I mean, no one liked Mike Smith's defense. And that's I mean, it was pretty obvious from the players and I mean there's a reason he was fired in season. I mean, to be fired in season, that takes a lot. And that just that just says the players just didn't care about him or the scheme and they weren't buying into it. And, uh, yeah, Todd Bowles' defense is nine day for these guys because it's putting him in spots where they like to be and like to be aggressive and, and make things happen due to their skill set. Yeah, and you hope it keeps you hope it keeps going. I mean, I right. put up the, the videos of him doing an inside move multiple times. Right. His outside rush, we all knew he had that his rookie season. Mm-hmm. It's just it's back. Right. Somehow it's back. He's not in the, in the doghouse no more. Right. He actually can play freely, and there was times he was like on that first sack, mm-hmm. he was doubled, mm-hmm. and he still got there. Yeah. He still got his hand in on the sack. I know they credited Deion Buchanan, but still he mm-hmm. was right there. Yeah. He was there a whole bunch of times. People were like, "Oh, he's gonna make that sack," but still he's he's involved in the play and he's rushing a decision. Mm-hmm. I want that for our young secondary, so they right. don't have to sit back and wait. Yeah, they can just jump a route. Yeah, it just looked like he had the he had the speed, he had the power combination. I saw one where he just bull rushed the the tackle right into the quarterback, got his hand on the quarterback. Um, just a lot of good things from Noah Spence. I mean, he's really utilizing every facet of his game, uh, which is something that he just he's been struggling with. But it looks like he's starting to put it all together. And man, if he does, he's going to have a hell of a season. Especially if we get Vita Vea back along with Sue. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of trouble. Dare I say, JPP back yeah, as well? There you go. So, ooh, please keep getting better. That's all I'm going to say yep. on that. And then also, wait, defensively, uh, Cousin Daniels. Yeah. I put up on him. Looked good. He didn't get any sacks. I don't think he – did he get a tackle? I think he got a couple tackles, Tackers. or at least combined for tackles. But he just played aggressive, played mm-hmm. with leverage, played like he was aware of what was going on. Right. Like he would stand a, a tackle up, look at the quarterback, get around him, and push the, the pocket. That's what you want to see, awareness. Not mm-hmm. just blatantly flying right. forward and totally just leaving a gap and the quarterback can just run into it. Right. He played smart, played fast. Um, I didn't have any knocks on him. I, I'm waiting to see him more of him. I put that tweet out on Friday. Yeah, I think he only got like 17 snaps. Yeah. So hopefully he gets some more uh, dosage um, in this upcoming game, which it looks like he might because I don't think Shaq Barrett's going to play this week um, along with um, – Anthony Nelson as well. So, yeah, I mean, Cousin Daniels, David Kenny, the same thing. You, you're going to see more of them, and hopefully uh, they continue continue to impress. Um, David Kenny, uh, it just seemed like he was a little still out of a little bit of game shape. Yeah. Um, so hopefully he gets he gets back into you know fit here coming up, and he'll he shows some things, but again, it just wasn't at that full effect that I know he can. He has another burst, I think, in him. Um, but Cousin, man, he showed like long arms. Uh, a lot Even of did a spin. Yeah, spin move in there. Got bursts. So yeah, good things from him. Yeah, Aaron's like, oh, I, want, I expected more. I'm like, well, good. That's <laughs> yeah. good. You expect more. Right. He still showed up and taped to me. Maybe he's gonna get a sack this time. I mean, yeah. it looked good. I'll say that it did. It did look very. It's not like it's 
when you watch sometimes, and I, I want to down him, but William Golson, sometimes it's more like, uh, okay, he did good. Mm-hmm. It's more like he's holding people up. When he used to rush from the edge, when he was smaller, it was more like he would just push yeah. and then get stopped. Mm-hmm. Cousin Daniels is more like leveraging, kind of getting around, bending. He has bend. He has spin. Right. He just has traits that you want in an edge defender. Mm-hmm. And it looks good. It looks good. I, yep. Like I said, I want to see more. Yep, and then special teams, I think we touched on it earlier. Again, the big highlight is uh, Matt Gay uh, making that 55-yard kick uh, look, look like it was easy. It could have been easily good from 65. Um, and, and Again, and then in practice yesterday, he makes four kicks from 50-plus yards. I think he had a 61-yarder. Um, yeah, the kid's got a cannon. Uh, I just hope he can continue to put it together and be the guy for us um, going forward. Again, Cairo Santos is still not out of this. Um, again, he's reliable as well, veteran. Um, but it looks like Matt Gay's job uh, right now. But yeah, I mean, overall game. I again, it's don't really care about the score. Again, it's, it goes about the process and how they're doing things. Again, for this coming week, obviously the big thing is penalties. You know, you want to see those get cleaned up. You know, Arian said that was the biggest negative from the night, and he's right. I mean, they had a lot of penalties that you know, put us in tough situations and, you know, that's something that's got to get cleaned up and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Clean up the penalties. And then he was saying to see a different defense too. Right. I mean, I guess the Steelers run similar to us. If I mean, I just, yeah, I mean, they have the joint practices uh, starting tomorrow. So, you know, with Miami, so that'll be a good thing. Um, you know, that's always fun and you can really get a good gauge of where you need to improve at. Um, and then, you know, you got the game on Friday. So, yeah, I mean, it, it should be good. Yeah, I guess let's see if Tanner Hudson and Snell can do it again. Yeah, right? I think they that... reciprocate the same production yeah. they did put up. Right, and and Arians talked about that. He was like consistency. I think that's something that, you know, you want to see from, you know, guys that did well, can they do it again? You know, that's that's what you want to see and, and continue to build that, and then it becomes habit. And also, what was my last point? Damn, I just forgot it. I'm <laughs> something. Um. Yeah, just consistency. Just let's see. Come Friday, I I, I can't believe Bucks football's back on. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean it, it's coming fast now. It's going to be. I mean every other week. There's. I mean every week now. It's going to be football on. So it's uh it's pretty awesome. Uh, we're in the full flow of things. But yeah, I think that's gonna uh, do it for us tonight. Um, again, I thought it was it was a good show and good effort. Uh, a lot of good things. You know, you have some negatives, but. That's what this coaching staff was brought in here to do is clean those up and get this team back to winning football games, and I I think they're going to do that. Uh, But I hope you guys enjoy the show. Again, thank you guys for the questions. Uh, Also, be sure to uh, give us reviews on um, iTunes if you have a chance. I really appreciate that. Any uh, reviews or comments or whatever you guys have, um, we always appreciate the feedback. Um, But as always, go Bucks. Enjoy the week, and uh, everyone have a great night.